It's a good show. Hey guys, I'm Barry Ross Rothbart, and I'm Lucas Neff. And uh, tonight, and this is a night, right? It could be. We this week we have uh, actually one of the best episodes I think we've ever done. Uh, arguably the best that it's anyone's ever done. All around, you know, mm-hmm. like it was insightful. We got into some incredibly profound topics. Yeah, uh, it was also funny. Yeah, hilarious. There was a, a emotional stuff, evocative stuff, yeah. scientific stuff. I think I was charming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you charmed the pants off me. Okay. Um, we have uh, Lauren Miller Rogan. Uh, she is uh, running a charity and has created a charity called uh, Hilarity for Charity, mm-hmm. which uh, used to work closely with the Alzheimer's Association and now is just uh, helping people live with Alzheimer's and treat Alzheimer's and provide funding for Alzheimer's yeah, research, research and uh, clinical trials. So they're approaching uh, fighting and combating Alzheimer's and uh, caring for those who suffer from it from every angle. Mm-hmm. And she also has a movie coming out August 3rd on, on Netflix, Netflix, Like Father, which she not only wrote, she directed, and she produced. And she's so, in it for like a scene. Yeah. Guess which scene? Yeah. And uh, recently, you could still find it on, on Netflix, uh, Hilarity for Charity, the special. Yeah, which has, has come like out, and it was incredible. stand-up comedians in it. Yeah. Uh, basically, this conversation is everything you've ever wanted out of a conversation. And it, it goes in a million different directions, and uh, should they just start listening? Yeah. After we smoke... Some weed! <laughs> Get high and save the world. Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. Nothing from nothing, leave nothing. You gotta have something so, if you wanna keep me. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, we're recording now. It's officially a thing. Great. It's moving. Uh-huh. Ooh. Um, Do you go by uh, Lauren? I go by Lauren. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, we, were, I can we, call you Lauren. we were really nervous about that. We're yeah. Like, okay, Lauren. I know solid. there's so many different uh-huh. variations on it. Yeah, me and Barry were going back and forth about this not, heatedly earlier. Not Laura. Laura's not short for Lauren. No, neither is Lori. Or Low. Low. Well, I, I I think well Lore Lore and Low, I think, are nicknames of, of Lauren. My my best friend calls me Lore. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Lore sounds like a mythological creature. My mom had a New York accent. She called me Law. Law. Are you from New York? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a a lot of uh, you do you you work with this incredible charity, uh, Hilarity for Charity, um, and I want to get into that a little bit. Um, and and what sort of sort of brought it into being, you know, which is uh something that's very personal for you. Yeah. Right. And so maybe you could explain a little bit about what Hilarity for Charity is. is it's working for to cure Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my, Alzheimer's, unfortunately, was sort of a, a, a part of my life for a long time. My grandfather had it. He passed away when I was 12. Um, and then my grandmother got sick a few years after that. Um, and they sort of flip-flop back and forth between Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and whatever. And, and then she passed away when I was 18. And then um, four years after that, at my college graduation, my mom was telling the same story kind of over and over again. And it was like, oh, no. Um, and then it was, you know, a few years of, you know, getting progressively, you know, the stories were, you know, she would repeat more and more. She was, you know, just a little confusion. And then um, when she was I guess around 25 and I was or when I was 25 and she was around 55 or so was when she was diagnosed and I'm using air quotes cuz it's such a loose term. Now yeah. it's a little bit more definitive but um with early on You mean they're Alzheimer's. unsure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're, Just what they're, are the the ear markers for it? Like what how would someone get diagnosed, you mean? Yeah. I mean back then it um was a series of of you know different questions um and uh you know she had some scans done there the science is today coming into question if it's these uh, beta amyloid and tau proteins and Yeah, the amyloid and, plaques and the tau proteins yeah. right like uh, that's why there uh, there's so many studies about the tauopathy. Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. To help yeah. the removal of the tau proteins. Yeah, because yeah. Because they think that might stave off the development of the neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 How do you know um, all that? Sorry. I, I just like reading. That's incredible. Wow. We're diving right in. That's, <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought maybe we'd get there. But <laughs> um, but anyway, so my mom was diagnosed and I, you know, and, and of course I, had, you know, felt 
the effects of, of Alzheimer's as a grandchild, but it was suddenly felt pretty different being the child, of, yeah. especially at that age. I, you know, naively didn't think that that would be happening in my 20s. And it's now I know not that rare and um, and it does happen, you know, but it was crazy. And um, what was a what was like a, a big change that occurred because of it? Um, like for you, like being in your 20s, having to go through that in your 20s, how, you know, it impacted your life, I imagine, in a day-to-day way or no? Yeah, I was really close with both my parents um, and spoke to them every day and was really close with my mom. Um, when I first moved out to Los Angeles, um, my mom was a teacher. So like after the first few months, she came for her spring break to come visit. And we were getting to that point where where children and their parents can get in their 20s, which is they start to become friends. And then suddenly that started disappearing. And she couldn't talk on the phone anymore. And our conversations were very one-sided. And she needed my help. And, you know, that, you know, everything turned. Um, And um, that was really hard to deal with at first, um, obviously. And um, and so, you know, I didn't know where what to do for a long time, and you know, spent a lot of time online and going into the those deep, deep, dark, sad places that the internet can send you to when you're searching and googling a word like Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, you know, twelve years ago, um, there were really no answers and just a lot of sad stories. And then my husband. Um, went with me to a walk. Um, we like just decided to go to an Alzheimer's walk one day and they were like, well, why is Seth Rogen here? And that's weird. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, They're mean. And I know, yeah. right? What, he they, can't care? He can't yeah. thought, why is Seth Rogen here? I know. This is a helpful place. Um, and um, and they made us leave. No, I'm kidding. Um, Jesus. But, and you know, and, and, and started supporting things through the Alzheimer's Association. And then eventually we had a conversation and we're like, let's take this to the next level. Let's start talking yeah. about it. So we did some interviews for them. And then... A friend of ours just came to me one day and was like, let's throw an event for Alzheimer's. Let's, like, make a variety show and um, raise money for Alzheimer's. And I at first said no because it seemed like a lot. Um, But then I got over it, and we did. And that was six and a half years ago. And we've had six of them in Los Angeles. We've had uh, three in New York. We've raised over $10 million. Wow. That's amazing. Um, Yeah. Thank you. So the – when it comes to Alzheimer's research, did they give you any indication of how close they are or like what the money is going to now? I guess it's just going to research still or are they closer to to getting some sort of treatment or cure? It's a very tough question to answer. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, Alzheimer's is still... Uh, Really far, yet could be really close, I mm-hmm. would say. There are so many exciting things happening in the areas of prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, Hilarity for Charity is starting to work uh, with um, uh, Alzheimer's Prevention Clinic in New York and to support research into prevention, um, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, I just read this uh, uh, study... Uh, from the National Institute on Aging by Mark Madison or something like that. That's on uh, the potential preventative uh, efficacy of like intermittent fasting or yeah. Intermittent my brother's really switching. into that. Oh, He's Lucas really, is really yeah. into fasting. I oh, mean, really? it's because it's because yeah. of this. Yeah, it's this thing because I really like my brain. Right. And I was like, here's something that's free. Mm-hmm. So that it's, it's just an it's a way opt-in. to prevent it. It's well, they they, they do these studies on mice, and Possibly. I'm sure it sounds like you're familiar with it. Uh, yeah, like my my my, my brother does it. He's yeah. very into it. I have not done it yet, although I I'm sure once my brother does something, and I see that it's working because he's very fit. I'm like, all right, <laughs> fine. I guess I'll he was try it. he's fit now because of the fasting. Uh, no, he's been fit kind of always. Yeah, but, that's the problem. You, know, is you don't yeah. know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, there are these studies done on these mice in the and just to bring it up because uh, I thought it was interesting and uh, positive, which is always nice when you're talking about Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the, there are these uh, particular uh, breed of mice that are 
just predisposed to getting Alzheimer's, de developing Alzheimer's, in which they use for a lot of studies, I think, for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they used a control group and a variable group where they fed the mice in one and then did interme intermittent metabolic switching with the other one. And apparently the rate at which they developed Alzheimer's would have been equivalent to 30 years later in a human being. Wow. So, like, you know, they're Whoa. very excited about this kind of research, I guess. And I think it just got published in Nature mm -hmm. magazine or Nature Journal, whatever the peer-reviewed scientific one is. Yeah. Or it's going to be shortly because I got sent cool. one. I got sent the study by a neuroscientist friend who's mm -hmm. like had the PDF. But it's super fascinating. Yeah. And very hopeful. Yeah. And it's like also free, which I think in in the healthcare <laughs> right. industry is so like easy. you know literally is <laughs> right. this, this is the holy grail of of like medicine right now. Right. You know the, that that tr trinity of things. Right. Um, Wait, can I ask you, Lucas, when you fast, how are you not just an awful person by like six o'clock? Well, it's not crazy. I, I mean, like, I have breakfast, and then I just, like, wait till breakfast the next day. Oh, that's smart. You know, and if I'm getting a little... Because when you're sleeping, it's like, who cares? Yeah, and also, so it's really, I only have to be up for, like, 10 or 12 hours without eating, and then I sleep through the rest of it. Yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, ooh, time for breakfast. A, a oh, you big do breakfast. like a whole day? Is that yeah, what I do like 24 oh, hours. That's not what my he was doing does. like three days a week at some point. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Sorry to out you. But oh, no, I, no, I was just because yeah, there, there was alternate day fasting, which is like supposed to have in, the more like insane benefits. But, uh, you know, I'm just I like it's the same reason I tried to run that ultra marathon. I'm just like, what's the most extreme version of this that I can do? Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, it's a. A fascinating study, but I do have a, a question. Do you have a oh, question? Oh, I have one too. Yeah, when you're when you're done with yours. I feel I've talked a lot. So why don't you do? Do you want to? Do, my question is is a different topic. You I, do yours. I was gonna. I was well. I was gonna ask. My grandfather had Alzheimer's too, and what I noticed was how it it, it affects everyone around them. Mm -hmm. Is there in part of the Alzheimer's research? Do they deal with the actual uh, day to day of of dealing with Alzheimer's, and do they try and help people? Are there support groups? Are there like I mean, uh, you know, from a government standpoint, the area of care is still uh, greatly uh, unchartered at this point, I would say. Yeah. The government is not really providing. Um, there's no real, uh, really strong care models out there. Um, so we at Hilarity for Charity created a care program Um my family was fortunate that we could afford to keep my mom at home and have a full-time round-the-clock caregiver for her, and that's what we do, and it's it's amazing. Um, but not many people can make that choice if they would like to do that, and so we partnered with um, Home Instead Senior Care, which is an, an international caregiving uh, agency, and um, we give away free at-home care to people who can't afford it. Wow. Um, we can't nearly give away as much care as people need and apply for, of course. Um, but through doing that, you know, we've really had a front row seat to the tremendous need for care. Um, I forget what the exact numbers are, but, you know, Alzheimer's is the costliest disease in this country um, because of care, because of the type of care that is needed to take care of someone mm -hmm. with the disease. Like you said, it touches everyone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as as time goes on, if there isn't something that is found to make the transition from mouse to human, because it's been cured in humans, in, mm -hmm. in, excuse me, in mice many times, mm -hmm. but has yet to make the leap to humans. Mm -hmm. And so unless that happens, in 2050, there will be 15 million people with Alzheimer's. Wow. And so the area of care, you know, it needs to become a lot more important as far because as... Because it, it can last a long time. No, I mean, I, with, I, with yeah. my grandfather it lasted for years because mm -hmm. he was not in terrible health when mm -hmm. he first got it. Yeah. So it just, it started to deteriorate and then eventually he couldn't be in the house anymore. And that's when it went even worse because he wasn't around things he was familiar with. Right. So keeping people in the, in the home is very important. Yeah. I think. Now, you said that like, you know, it, it's, it's, that it's vital that it becomes more important mm -hmm. and like... You know, you, you do tend to notice that a lot of the people who, who get involved in sort of uh, the battle to, to, to treat a condition or treat a, a disease or an illness of some kind, it usually is someone who, who has been affected by it personally. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it does seem to me that if you want to be able to achieve the level of, like, momentum necessary to, to, to be impactful, you need to bring in people who are not 
as directly affected by it. Right. How do you make it important to people who aren't yet affected or will never be affected by it personally? Mm. So many ways. I think that everyone who is affected by it needs to start sharing their stories. I, knock on wood, have never lost a personally close family member to cancer or to HIV, but I certainly understand the extreme importance of research and looking into treatments for those diseases, cures, cures for those diseases, you know? And I think so much of that is because stories have been told among friends, among family members, and in entertainment, in media. Um, you know, Alzheimer's is still something that people are really embarrassed of when they get diagnosed yes. with it. They don't want to speak out and share their story. In in early stages of someone's diagnosis with Alzheimer's, they could certainly become an advocate for it. But often they don't want to admit to their family and friends that right. this is going to happen to them. Yeah. They don't and want to be so, stigmatized. Exactly. And so, you know, the... Which is unlike any other disease, really. Exactly. Yeah. Someone is diagnosed with... Used to be HIV, and now it's like... Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if someone gets diagnosed with breast cancer, you know, they often, you know... If, if they're fortunate enough to catch it early and they get treatment, they can become an advocate. They can use their voice and speak mm -hmm. out and say, this this works, this works. But with Alzheimer's, you can't quite do that. And so it it falls on. And, and do you think that's at all attributable to sort of the, the incurability of it or how it's fear, perceived absolutely. as incurability? Like, we don't want to talk about it. We don't admit it because it feels well, like... Do? It's really, a, a... really fucking scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. I mean, we have been working on a documentary uh, that hopefully we'll release later this year that's called This is Alzheimer's. And it's a really honest look at what Alzheimer's looks like because so many people don't... Yeah. really quite understand it. They don't they have this image of someone forgetting their keys and don't understand what it truly means to entirely lose your memory, which means you forget how to walk, how to talk, how to dress yourself, how to eat. It's ugly. What is eating? It's uglier than than they show in the movies too. Mm -hmm. I, I I mean I haven't seen every movie ever made, but yeah. the movies <laughs> I've seen, sorry guys. Um <laughs> the I I mean I I'm thinking of the notebook. Um you know it, it's right. it feels too romantic when I watch those movies where it's usually like an older couple hugging in front of a sunset. Right. And she still and remembers like every now and then, you know, but it's like, like it, moments. It, it, right. What I witnessed was way uglier yeah. and way scarier. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of anger and there's yeah. a lot of uh, messiness physically mm -hmm. and emotionally. And, yeah. I, and I think that, um, yeah, that's not shown mm -hmm. in the way that, you know, you see someone deteriorate from cancer in movies. Or, right. You know, yeah, right. it's the real side of it. Right. I yeah. mean, we as a society fear death so completely that, you know, we've created all these, you know, obsessions to avoid that fear of death in different areas and, you know, our obsession with youth Mm -hmm. And, you know, the idea of getting older is scary because we we don't know. And, and we so, push older people aside. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's that is somewhat cultural, though, because there yeah. are a lot of places in the world where the, you know, the family is much more close knit and the, there is the 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 respect for elders right. Japan. and for wisdom. I mean, sure, Japan, yeah. I think, would be a great mm -hmm. example of that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of other places. Speaking of other places, times and things, it's, it's time for a little segment <laughs> called on, I, uh, on, what is it? I on this oh, day. On this day. On this day. All right. Sorry, we like, scared you. We take off perfectly. It's just a Lauren's smooth sailing. Well, Zelda. Oh, I'm Hi, sorry, Zelda. Zelda. Hey, Zelda. Okay, so this is the only segment where you're not incredibly involved in well, it. Well, you're okay. involved. Please be involved. If you're an active listener, you're always involved. Okay. Yes. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. So <laughs> this is called On This Day, and today is, as we all know, May 11th. So that's not the day that you're listening to this, most likely. Uh, the odds are it's a different day when you're listening. But Wait, on the what? day that we were... <sighs> on the day that we recorded... Oh, God, we could get lost here. <laughs> On the day I'm in the weeds. On the day Whoa, we recorded, that's the name of the show. In the weeds. Oh, in the weeds. Oh shit! No, no, no literally no, it's no terrible. It's terrible. Okay, literally, okay, no one okay. even okay. looked up. No, Matt did. Okay. All right, Matt. In the weeds. Um, but anyway, so on this day, which is May 11th, like three kind of interesting things happened. The first two are good. The third might be terrifying. Okay. All right. On this day, in 868, the year 868. A copy of the Diamond Sutra is printed in China, making it the oldest known dated printed book. 
the oh. first printed book cool. what is in it history, called? the Diamond Sutra. Okay. The Diamond Sutra, that was the name of the book? Well, yeah. Do you oh, know wow. what it was about? Or? I'm assuming it was, it was, it was probably a, a it was like a YA diamond-like like sutra yeah, uh, type <laughs> object cool. thing, <laughs> uh, which could totally be spiritual or uh, <laughs> an object. Diamond Sutra. Yeah, Diamond yeah, yeah. Sutra. Of course. Like a beautiful Diamond Sutra, you know, we get you in it today, <laughs> baby. Um, and then on this day, May 11th, 1910, an act of the U.S. Congress establishes Glacier National Park in Montana. Hey! Which is a really one nice. of America's yeah, best places. I've good? never been there. We should probably get there soon. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be National Park soon. Uh, on May 11th, in 1997, and this one is, is potentially terrifying, uh, well, as a sign of things to come. Uh, Deep Blue, a chess-playing supercomputer, defeats Gary Kasparov in the last game of the rematch, becoming the first computer to beat a world champion chess player in a classic match. I format. have to say though, that was I was a bit chess nerd when I was younger, and that was disputed. Oh, it was disputed because they claimed that there were experts that were telling the computer what to do behind the scenes. Oh, like a fake. Uh, There's a whole landing? documentary about it. But yeah. do they have evidence? Uh, yeah. I mean, anyway. that didn't sound confident. That <laughs> yeah. did not There's sound confident. There's total evidence. Yeah, of course. Of the of, uh, that it of was fake. scientists. That was what just happened in the video that video game documentary about Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, that guy got busted, and now but it, now he's been all his titles were taken away. He took King and, of Kong. Steve, that was like 25 years ago. Steve Weenie or Dweeby, whatever his name. Steve Dweeby, I think that's his name. Weeby. Actually, Weeby. Steve Weeby. You know King of Kong? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but he got <laughs> like, crowned. Like that documentary that just came out. And, like, I, no, it came out a while like, ago. But yeah, there was two. But it was just uh, they just like. Uh, forever banished the evil guy. Oh, yeah! They officially took all his records down and banished him. And Steve Wiebe became like officially the highest scoring player of all time for Donkey Kong. Good for him. That's crazy. You know? great. A little resolution there, guys. I knew you were holding out for it. Thank now, you, Lucas. God, I'm going to get easy. such a great night's sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was on this day. On this day, Ooh. yeah, we yeah. did. Thanks for being so into that. I, yes. I hope you were in, interested in any of that information. <laughs> so, um, with hilarity for charity. So, if you did, it, you've done it for six years. Mm -hmm. um, what was the the impetus for starting a comedy show versus other fundraisers? I mean, uh, Seth likes to say that if we were chefs, it'd be called baking for charity. But we're not. We're writers. That's and not as so, interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, that's not true. Baking, Baking for, for charity, charity could be oh. great. Oh, yeah. It. Great British Bake Off. I mean, I, I mean, love yeah. the Great Just, British Bake Off. I mean, yeah. maybe not a show, but anyway. Um, oh, like so, a giant actual baking. I wouldn't event. go to a live Bake Off. Let's just put it that way. Maybe. Oh, just yeah. for the smell, though? The smell. Oh. oh. The, the smell berry. It's yeah. kind of funny, actually, to picture in a really fancy theater. People yeah. are just on stage. I actually, Better I was in, I was in show. Jerusalem, and I went to this theater for the. <laughs> to, I, for listeners at home, he just he put his hands out. I know, it was like Passover. To stop so everything. in Jerusalem. <laughs> no, but I was, I was in Jerusalem. I was in Jerusalem, and I was at this theater for the blind. <laughs> Um, and the one aspect of the show is that they bake bread live on stage Whoa. that they make for the audience. Oh, wow. So there's the whole back idea. wall. Like, so I literally saw a live show so that was baking. baking and it was incredible sure. because, uh, you know, it was all, and it was a mixed community. It was like, uh, you know, Arab and Jew in sort of this community because the blind are sort of not taken care of. Mm -hmm. Or the disabled in general is not really taken care of in Israel the way they should be. Mm -hmm. But it was great. They they rolled the dough in front of you while they're sort of telling you their stories. Wow. And then put the bread in and bake the bread while they're performing. And then by the time the show finishes, the bread's ready. And you go on stage and eat the bread they've baked for you. Uh, it's an incredible. And, you know, they like, and you talk to them. It's yeah. an incredible experience. And there's like a blackout restaurant attached to the theater. And so you're served by all blind uh, employees and wait staff and... What's a blackout restaurant? It's, oh, it's utterly black, black in there, so you can't oh, see dark. a thing. I've and then each places. of you is given like a task to help someone else. Whoa. And so you have to sort of like feed each other for the entire Do people meal. leave with food it all over them? Great. Or no? Uh, it's usually I more think, clean than that. <laughs> I mean, I literally just put my face out of the plate. Yeah. Because I got it was just <laughs> difficult to eat salmon in the dark. <laughs> You wanted the salmon? I mean, yeah. I was like, I like a nice piece of salmon. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, it was still regular food. It was like a menu, you know? Like, there was no, like, oh, it's good to eat in the dark kind of food. It was just food. Um, and it was very difficult to eat salmon in, like, I had, I had like, couscous Insane. or peas or something. Wow. Like, eating peas in, in, the, in pitch black is, an, is impossible. It's impossible. Uh. 
But anyway, yeah, so that I think baking for charity absolutely is my Could vote. That great. was a terrific night. Yeah. I had some delicious bread. Yeah. Well, maybe one day. But for now, it's hilarity for charity. Hilarity mm-hmm. for charity. Because uh, cause we write comedies and know comedians and thought that would be easy to do. And if we're going to be, if we're going to do something charitable, why not make it easy? Yeah. And what, so. what did you find was the most difficult part of it? Was any of it? Maybe it wasn't difficult at all. Oh, no. Just, oh, no, no. It's all difficult. I'm just trying to ask, think of which one. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I mean, it, it. like anything, there are moments where, you know, getting people to perform is hard. There are moments where it's like, oh, my God, everyone's saying yes, and that's great. There's moments when, you know, it seems like no one is listening and moments where it's like, oh, my God, I, there's so many people contacting contacting us. We can't help everyone. I wish we could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, as an organization, there's you know, it's it's we do real work and we're helping people and trying to listen and 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 you know and create programs that can empower people to share their stories and become a part of it. And you know, it's 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 a lot of work, but it's great work. Has have because. Uh, you're attached to a lot of organizations that are, you know, working uh, directly on Alzheimer's. Is there ever any feedback from them to you guys about like, hey, can you maybe not make a joke about this? Or, hey, I was going to ask that. Like, yeah, no. That's a good question. You know, no, there's never I, any sort I've of done, like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell a story after this. Yeah, but yeah. No, I mean, we were, at first we were a fund within the Alzheimer's Association. Now we're, we are our, our own 501c3. Um, and um, oh, are you still you're still affiliated with them or no? No, no, oh, not at all. No, I mean certainly we may work with them in the future, and they're right, great. Right, and we right. did many great things together. Uh-huh. Um, but we are our own established organization now, um, wow. which happened in the past year, which is exciting. You have a building. We have no building. Oh, we still one day got a PO box. Um, we do. <laughs> nice. We do. Nice. There is an address you can send things <laughs> to. Oh, you should that's choose. great. We also have an email address. It seems a little bit more handy these days. Oh uh, yeah, I guess yeah, why would sure. you have a building? That doesn't make sense. You got a storage space. Um, we do have a storage space. <laughs> you got a suit? We know I'm a suit guy. <laughs> I got the best suit and storage space guy you can imagine. <laughs> um, um, but um, but yeah, but early on. I think there were a few moments where they were like, eh, do you want to say fuck so many times? Because I was watching the special uh, before, yeah. you know, I was well, watching the special, the special and at, at one point, like, Seth Rogen uh, vapes weed through a penis. Yeah. Um, yeah and then does. Justin Roiland has created that a cartoon really... where uh, two characters masturbate by flipping their penises off each other. See, that mm-hmm. seems and then fun. pooping directly into camera. camera. Yeah. Yeah. And but I was the, like, that's not what I expect normally from a charitable. From an Alzheimer's event? <laughs> yeah. Because you think that there would be executives and board members and people who are like, because I know right. so many people in the, in the charitable world right. who are constantly like, a, a, sort of analyzing whether or not something will affect their reputation. Yeah. He, Alzheimer's is such a problem. There's no point in being polite about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And people were classy and lovely and did a great number of meaningful things for a very long time and continue to do so. But that's just not how we're going about it because we want to get young people involved. Yeah, so if totally. someone is a I fan think of it's Justin great. Roiland yeah. and but they I find like... us through that... I feel like that's necessary, actually, yeah. to be more outrageous because you're talking about charity because yeah. I think people are even more uptight when they tune into a charity event and you need to put them at ease mm-hmm. well, by being like, things aren't off limits. Yeah. But I are mean, jokes about Alzheimer's to... no. off limits? I also I... completely agree with, with the, the outrageousness. Yeah. I think yeah. It also, I'm not coming down as, yeah. as against. I, and I also think it's like you're asking comedians to do their best to help mm-hmm. and then cutting off their arms and legs by being like, don't be rude or provocative. Yeah. Right. You know, so what's what yeah, the no. point? Yeah, no. And and I don't, no one has really ever made any jokes about Alzheimer's because I think, you it's know. It's bad, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think, you know, sometimes in like comments on things, people who are dumb will like try to make a joke and it's like, that's not funny. But you know, but yeah. but no, the the comedians that we have at our events are really smart, really good, talented, people. and they know what to do. Yeah, they wouldn't. I did a. I once did a show. I, I do stand up as well, and I once did a show at a fundraiser for um, uh, people who have the, the disease where they can't go in the sun. Oh God! Um, and there was a young girl who made a speech about the disease. And that was my opener, and I came up after her, Oof. and it was, <laughs> it was one of the worst. Oh. 
It was one of the worst things to follow because uh, she killed. <laughs> she just destroyed. Um, but I have I have spoken to people who have done cancer fundraisers, and they say that they really love when people make fun of cancer. Yeah. Because it takes the weight out of it. Right. And it's right. and it's something that um, is 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 a truth to them. Right. So that they can relate to. Right. Cool. Well, well, it's time for a second smoke break. Oh. Yeah, we smoke more weed now. Okay, great. <laughs> cool. There that's very cool. Wow, that's crazy. I went crazy. to a Christmas party at the White House once. Oh, you did? Yeah. My, my brother went to the Hanukkah party. The Christmas party was fly. How yeah. was the Hanukkah party? He seemed okay. Okay, yeah. yeah the, I, there was a lot more shellfish at the Christmas party. I'm, I'm sure. There's like shrimp everywhere. <laughs> I was once on the, on the lawn of City Hall in New York. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing there? <laughs> I just sort of came to visit. Yeah, I was just there. I was catering an were event you? there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I was. I don't know why everyone's laughing. Um, I wish I went to the White House. Would you, if you were invited now, would you go? I depends what I was in, if I was invited there to go speak my mind. Sure, if I was gonna have to go and be polite, mm. no, I would not. Do you have to be polite? I suppose it depends on who the invitation is from and what it's for. That's true. Yeah. What if it's from Donald Trump to tell him how you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Can you would imagine how big? Yeah, I'd be like, I just want to know how you feel. The biggest envelope you'd ever <laughs> receive in your life. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those giant checks oh, that you well, win. Either one of a million contest? dollars or Donald Trump is inviting us somewhere. No. He's inviting us to tell him how we feel about him. <laughs> Not necessarily about him. I'd go. Okay, so I went to the dentist recently, uh, true story, and my teeth were disgusting. Uh, they were terrible. Yeah. Uh, because apparently I'm not brushing enough. I'm not brushing for long enough. Yeah, um, no one is. Because it's no annoying. It's so annoying. Um, I, I dread brushing my teeth. And every most night. people are doing it wrong and not for long enough, and they forget to change their brush on time um, because actually most brands focus on selling gimmicks rather than better brushing. But uh, Quip actually doesn't do that. So what makes Quip so different? Well, for starters, it's an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, and it's still got just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your disgusting teeth. Yeah, and we use it. It's got a built-in timer. It helps you clean. For the, the dentist, they actually recommend two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides, because I always forget yeah, when to switch sides. Yeah, it's always slipping me when to, when to switch. Uh, next, because I forget that I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Next... Quip subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, which is including free shipping. Worldwide. And which is amazing because I usually have toothbrushes for about three years. That's right. It yeah, also I wear mine down to the, like, the nub. Yep, and it comes with a, uh, a mount, and it suctions right to your mirror because I, I like to go right in front of the mirror to look into my own eyes while I'm brushing my uh, teeth. I like to practice by I angle the toothbrush on yeah. the mirror so that it looks like my reflection and then his teeth. when you take it off the mirror, it actually unsticks and you could use it as a cover for hygienic travel. So when you go on the road, when you're, you know, when we're traveling for our many acting jobs, you know, wherever, wherever you take your teeth, pretty much Quip can go. Yeah. Uh, and finally, you know, every, everybody loves it. Like everybody who uses Quip. Uh, loves it. They're on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, which is very cool, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. And they're backed by uh, a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. So Quip starts at just $25, and if you get to Quip, getquip.com slash get high right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash gethigh. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash gethigh. G-E-T-H-I-G-H. Very. Hey. You're like literally fall, like pressed against your bike right there. <laughs> it's crazy. That was good that's weed, right? crazy weed. Yeah. Did you, is, is that, that government weed or is that's that, like. Yeah, is that. I don't, is that 
weed weed or is it like some secret secret weed? I don't know. I got it from a place on Coenga. Like a Ralph's? Government weed. That's government yeah. weed. Do you remember uh-huh. when that was the that was the cool thing was like this is like synthetic weed that the government uses. It was called like G thirteen or something. Mm-hmm. It remember? just kills you. No. It just wait, straight up that? kills you. That was like a thing in New York. Oh, you probably it? left New York too early. I, I couldn't yeah. believe some dude, some dude who looked very healthy and like and uh, employed. I was just on the street like at a parade, uh, the Mermaid Parade, and he oh, was I just like, "Hey man, you, you think you got any crack?" <laughs> and I was what? like, "What? Do you think you have any crack?" Well, he's like, you know, like he's just like, you, you know, you got any crack? Oh, he said that to you. Yeah. As if, like, I would just... <laughs> Did you? you didn't. One, like, I would have... Because I look like I was, like, definitely had too much crack. Right. Yeah. So that I had crack to give away. Yeah. Which, you know, people who smoke crack love giving their crack away. That's all they wanted to do. They're big share... Very generous, uh, you know, the crackies. Yeah. Um, but then, too, that this guy who was definitely, like, seemed like he was... Work- Maybe it was on the very beginning of a, uh, you know, a precipitous... Maybe. You know, plunge. Yeah. But I was like, what? Crack is just a casual thing now? And that's New York, man. <laughs> and you that's New York that's for you. New York. So, Lauren. I can, I can still call you Lauren, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. I'd actually go. Loren? Laura, actually, at this point. Laura. No. Oh, wow. No. Called Laura, Audible. Laura, right? No. Um, oh. So, you mentioned what struck me when you mentioned that you made 10 million, you raised $10 million total or this year? Total, total. In, our, in our six years, yeah. When you're dealing with that type of money, how difficult is it to make sure you get the most bang for your buck out of effectiveness? Because that's like, it seems like you could do a lot with that. Right. You don't just hand it to someone and go like, Mm-mm. take care of this, right? <laughs> no. I don't know. Don't. That, I'm stupid, so <laughs> I don't know. We just mail out envelopes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we... Uh, <clears throat> We've gone through changes. So, you know, when we were a fund within the Alzheimer's Association, um, of course, our they sort of kept track of our money that way. And now that we are on our own, we're I mean, we're so in the early stages of building our organization. So my brother, actually, who works in finance is like a finance guy. He's sort of taken over. He's really of, into F's. Fit. Fasting finance. Yes, <laughs> the, the three, three F's. Mm, man. The three yeah. F's are success. Dan. <laughs> success. Yeah. Dan Miller and his F's. Um, <laughs> but um, no, so he's sort of uh, taken over and he knows how to look at numbers and manage things in that way. Um, we've been fortunate that um, when we were a fund, we all overhead expenses were paid by the association. And so all of our money raised was going directly toward helping people, which was pretty amazing. Um, and as we form our own organization, the point is to keep that as much as possible. Um, I, I think I mean more like, do you make sure that, that like, what is the most effective use of the money at each point? Like, the most effective use? I mean, <clears throat> there's... Uh, there's so many different areas. Yeah. You know, obviously we can we can invest in research in so many different areas. However, I'll say this for the amount of money that we raise, we aren't going to invest in research that will find a cure for Alzheimer's. Right. We don't raise right. that kind of money. That's the, what it the, feels like everyone's gonna hundreds, logically ask. That's hundreds right. of the, millions. The, the government needs to do yeah. that. Yeah. However, we can help fund clinical trials. We can help fund um, like we're doing this prevention clinic, which is creating education courses for young people, for young medical students, for high school students, for people to learn about Alzheimer's. Uh, um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no. Um, you know, and and like I said, we use our money to help people today by providing them care because that is a very tangible use for money, and it really makes a huge difference in people's lives. How do people apply or get involved with that? Um, they visit, oh gosh. Um, we can post it later. Okay, you'll yeah. post it later because I yeah. can't remember the name of the website. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can visit hilarityforcharity.org. That's our website, and eventually it can lead them to it, the application. It's a portal to other places. Exactly. Um, and um, But um, <clears throat> they, they fill out an application and hopefully include as much personal information as possible, and we have a board of 10 people who have been very personally affected by Alzheimer's and have been caregivers in one way or another who read the applications um, every month. And um, and we vote on who we feel is the most, and I don't even want to use the word deserving because everyone's deserving, but right. whoever is... Most, maybe most urgent need. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And um, it's hard because, oh, God, if we 
I mean, we really we could fund five times as many people. Is that vote ever really tense? Is that like voting process ever difficult? You're on the board. I am on the board. Oh wow! Um, It's it's not that tense because it's often it's It's often hard but clear. Yeah, you know. Okay, that makes Um, a lot of sense to me. And um and and our application, which we've actually been refining, the more because we've only been doing this now for three years, um two and a half years, um we continue to refine our application, which will hopefully then lead to the most you know worthy applicants and recipients. And and then with that, at least you get to go. Hey, I see results, and I see Mm -hmm. people being affected Mm -hmm. by what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. In your yeah. experience, um, or just speaking to your experience, have you have you found that it's better to donate more money to one thing or to to diversify and, and mm. dilute the sort of like windfall a little bit among yeah. several different properties or projects? I, I think it's more about being smart. I think it's more about saying, you know, because scientists, d- different uh, studies are looking for all different things. Not everyone is looking for $10 million. You know, not everyone is looking for a million dollars. You know, some people are looking for $50,000 to take them across the finish line. Some people are looking for a very reasonable amount of money that we can afford that would make a very meaningful difference in their work, be it, you know, a scientific study you know, and do these people care. have to find you, or or do you have a, a team, or is there a portion of it that's dedicated to searching and finding organizations? Um, well, eventually, um, hopefully, in the next six months to a year, as we get on our feet as our own own organization, we will build. Um, you know, we will uh, we will put out. You know, basically, sort of put out into that world. You know that you're looking for applications for. X, Y, and Z, and, and the right. applications will come to you, and then hopefully we'll have a great board of people to evaluate those applications and advise on what would be the most you know beneficial for the amount of money that we have to spend and that's, invest. That's, that's awesome. It feels like you're like entering a new growth phase. We are, which is exciting and scary, of course, but it's exciting. That's really cool. Yeah. I I had a great question, and I forgot it. Oh, no. So that means it's, it's time, time for, for the lightning round. round. Sound effects. So this one is you're going to be heavily involved in this one. Okay. So I hope you're you're ready. So ready. How are you feeling? I feel great. Okay. So this one's called our lightning round. I'm sure you listen to the show, so you know what it's all about. But for those who don't, um, we are going to ask you five questions. I'm going to start. It's round Not one. Not total. We're each going to ask you this five to get, questions. To get okay. to know you Just a little so bit better. Clear. Okay. I'm going to ask you five questions quickly. And then after all five are, ans- of, are asked, you mm-hmm. get to answer, and you have 30 seconds, right? Oh, this is sort of like a brain game kind of thing. It's a brain game. Yeah. But, and it's also like we, we only Which require why that you ask on you, you answer twice honestly. Okay. Prior. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> That's why we smoked weed twice right. before we get to the <laughs> no. mentally challenging game. Um, so that'll be a, a 10 questions total. Okay. 30 seconds for each to answer, probably. And if you okay. get all five, you get one point. One point. Do I get to answer in between, or do I... No, no. There's no, always, no, 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 yeah. yeah. No, oh. forget about his yeah. round. This is just okay. just us. Now. Don't forget okay. about my round. You're definitely going to want to remember that. As soon as I'm done either. with but all live five, live in the present. Yeah, sure. Okay. When I'm done with call. all five, you get to answer. Okay. You don't have to keep the order either. You can answer okay. it out of order. You can answer in any order. We'll be more impressed if you answer <clears throat> in order. Okay. okay. Are we ready? Ready. Is everybody out there ready? Okay. They're Here nodding yes. They're nodding yes. Lightning round. One. Who's the funniest non-comedy person you've ever met? Two. You're from Florida, or were raised in Florida. What's the most Florida thing you've ever seen? Three, roller skates or roller blades, and why? Be honest. F- four, if you could build a, pol- a politician to run for president in a lab, you can only choose between the traits of really funny or really good at math. Which would you choose? Five, what's funny? Okay, so <laughs> the funniest non-comedian I ever met, the first person that came to mind was a girl who was on my um, cheerleading squad when I was in high school. Awesome. Um, uh, her name's Ashley Smith. She's hysterical. Dude, Ashley Smith, you just got like the biggest compliment. That's huge. Oh, What's her Twitter handle? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, at Ashley Smith, I'm going to say. I don't say. know. <laughs> probably at There's Ashley probably Smith, a lot of those. Laura's friend. Um, okay, most Florida thing I've ever seen. I don't know. I had orange trees in my front yard growing up. That's pretty Florida. Mm. Um, That's old Florida. New Florida yeah. has a different rep now. Um, That's yeah. still an answer. I'll take it. Okay. Yeah, we'll take yeah. it. Uh, I'd want a funny president... What is funny? Uh, what's funny? Not well, what what's is. funny? Yes. <laughs> what's funny? <laughs> Things that make you laugh. That's funny. Oh, oh. Well, is that all five? No, uh, she wait, missed one. I missed one. Missed I missed one. number three. Which oh, was, it was uh, roller skates or roller oh, blades. Yeah. Roller skates. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm I dig that. that. You're being honest. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Is good, that good. okay? Yeah. Is, does that it's make so you so half, half a point? Half a point. You missed one. Okay. So. Half a point. You missed one. Okay. Good answers. Answer all. But those were great answers. Yeah, they were terrific answers. Decent questions. Um. All right. It's the same exact rules for my round. Okay. Okay? It doesn't it. change. Okay, got All it. Right. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Lightning round. Two. One. What's something you'd like to remember forever? Two. What's something you wish you could forget? Three. What is it about memory that's special? Four. You made a movie about phone sex. You're the expert. So tell me, phone sex or drone sex? Ooh. Five. Are children the future? Oh, God. Uh, I, I, I've already forgotten them. Okay. Uh, I don't know about it in order, but technically, I suppose maybe some children are our future. Uh, okay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, like the song, the Whitney Houston I song. Would, technically. Um, <laughs> I love that song. Uh-huh. Um, I would always like to remember my wedding day. Mm. Aw, um, that's nice. I would like to forget. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would like to forget. Uh, just some jerks, I guess. Mm, you know? Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you have their names? Yeah. No. Names and Twitter <laughs> handles? <laughs> no, I've forgotten them already. Um, Great. Uh, See, it's shoot. Uh, what was in there? We can there help were two you, in between. But you're only going to half a point. Uh, bone. Sex uh, or drone sex. <sighs> Drone sex. Okay, cool. I don't even know what that is, but <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah, I have a follow up later after this. To um, that why question. not? And then, and... Uh, what is it about memory that's special? Oh, oh God. Well, do you ask everyone that, or is that a specific? Because oh, we're talking about no a specific. Oh, okay. For sure. Do you ask um, everyone that? Hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, because our memories sort of make up who we are. We're a collection of all of our experiences, I think. Oh, and, that's true, yeah. And, you know, every th- I, I, you know, I'm one of those who I think everything we've done has brought us up to now. And if you forget all that, then... Like Eternal Sunshine. That was the message at, after Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Was it? Yeah, it was, you I need the good with movie. the bad. Yeah, yeah. You need the good with the bad. Well, that's sort of what it is, it's right? Not, like, it doesn't hold up. I don't know how long you've seen it. It doesn't hold up yeah. the same way it did. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's really good. I, yeah, I, li- I liked all those answers. Thank you. So one point from me. Okay, what? Thanks. Great. You yeah. have to help her. What? Yeah, but I liked all her answers. Oh, thanks. Wow. I mean, do you want to take away? It's on you then. If are you, you take? Gonna, are you going to subtract? I'm going to take away. Yeah, point? I am. I'm sorry. Have you seen how cute my dog is? Yeah. Oh, I like the bribing. <laughs> I like that. People go so quickly downhill morally in this game. It's amazing. Well, I've seen so, so much you, anger. You have one point. All right. You got two half points. Okay. Right. Does that cool. feel good? But remember that I would have I given really you good. one point. I don't always yeah. do this, but I want to go right into one other round because I'm excited. It's called Would You Rather. Oh, another segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. One more segment. Like, one more round of light. One light. more quick segment. So this <laughs> is. A... I was about to say one more round of light. No, no, no. That's abusive. <laughs> we can't do that. That would that would be terrible. People would definitely stop listening. Oh yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Um, so this is a Would You Rather. I'm okay. going to mm-hmm. propose. 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 I'm going to propose. He's going two to... hypothetical. I'm going to propose. <laughs> I'm going to propose. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone in Post this. Two, hypo, uh, two hypothetical situations. You have mm-hmm. to choose one. Okay. Would mm-hmm. you rather? It's a prefer- okay. It's a, pr- it? a game based I, on preferences. I, I and we base your answer <laughs> on, on correctness no. um, uh-huh. and style. If you're wrong, you, you, you won't win. I'm really ready. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. Would you rather... Oh, it's going to be something about you, arms and No, no, no. <laughs> Would you rather... <laughs> or music, a song, or a food. Never... Be able to fly in a plane for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. or only use planes as the only vehicle <laughs> you could ever use. Go. You um, can ask questions. You could. You could just answer too. I think I'd rather not fly in a plane ever, as opposed to always. <laughs> yes. well, you can use other modes of transportation, just not cars or buses or you other modes. Can I use bicycles? Vehicles. Bicycles, yes. Could I could use bicycles. That's totally different. You could use different. bicycles. Not totally different. My answer. Yeah, you, you can't can I, use can any I use other. Like a golf cart. No, motorized, motorized. So you could use non. Like, so you could sail. You could use sailboats. Mm-hmm. Could someone pull me in a motorized cart? Oh my god! What about yes? No, 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 no. That's crazy. No. You're basically riding in it. Then you could say that like the back seat of a car is being pulled. <laughs> what about right. like a magnetic hyperloop? Mm. No, because that's not motorized. 
uh, yeah, you could use hyperloops. I can use mag. I can use the power of magnetism. Yeah. Well, because it's just like you know, if I'm in New York, I'm yeah. using a hyperloop. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could use a bike <laughs> or the hyperloop. In New York, you walk. New York's the easiest. Uh, yeah, but it would be sad if I couldn't. If I couldn't. Travel on around train. the world. Can you imagine if you're in like <laughs> not Machu- on a train? I'm, oh, I'm cool on a never train. getting on trains. Oh, okay. You're but talking I'm, about buses, Greyhound buses. Greyhound buses. I yeah, just yeah. love them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love a trip on a Greyhound. Um, so your answer is you'd rather what? I guess I. I guess I would want to have access to a plane. Really? Yeah, I agree with you that. Let, you let them bully you down like that? Yeah. Here's the thing: you're, right. you're choosing <laughs> difficulty can it be a, over options. Can it options. be a private plane? Can it be my own plane? <clears throat> Yeah, any plane. Then for sure. Well, you have to be able to afford it. But yeah, I mean, it's that's the that's the trade-off. Is this? A, yeah. Can I ask? It's a not like you suddenly get a plane. If can that's I? Can I ask a question? Yeah. It's about the universe because I made an assumption about the universe in which this question existed. I think you're too high, Lucas. No, it's not possible. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> no. Okay, is everyone else also forced to li- live out the same modes of transportation? No. So I'm the only person. It's the normal world, but I can only use planes and bicycles. I'm watching people drive places. You use rollerblades. You could use but are other people in cars. Are other people driving in what cars? What are moving walkways? It's motorized. Yeah. What, but are well, I, is wait. that a big problem for but you, I, not using motorized <laughs> walkways? No, I if do this cars is a universe exist? in which this rule exists, then yeah. people could create motorized walkways. Or something. Yeah, they'd, they'd figure it out because people would want some other trans... I'm saying... Are there cars? Do other people have oh, to live like this? Oh, you're saying then there would be incentive to create something that gets mm-hmm. around this law. Yeah, because mm-hmm. everybody would be no, like, this it's just sucks. It's just, it's just me. So yeah, you're yeah. just weirdly unable to... Can you ride in other people's cars? She asked that. No. Oh, you but didn't like, ask that? But think about how long it would have taken me to get here today. Oh, that's true. Like, I couldn't fly here. She couldn't do our podcast then. <laughs> well, yeah. So. But you're choosing options over difficulty. That's essentially what it is. Because with a plane, you have more options. Mm-hmm. When you're not in a plane, you kind of are eliminating a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think you have more options being able to drive. Because there are more places no. within a city that you drive to than cities you fly to in the world. Yeah, but you, it's just more difficult. <gasps> what about boats? That's what I said. If they're Sailboats. not motorized, no. What, a rowboat? You could use them if they're not motorized. Paddle boat? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Flintstone car? Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I have a segment now. Wait, you want to jump right in? Okay, yeah. No, wait, well, yeah, sure. Uh, it's just a fun segment. Uh, it's called the Name This Tune. Uplifting name this, Tune. Name This Uplifting Tune. Okay. So basically, you can explain it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, basically, I'm going to play you a little bit of like an uplifting tune. This is like a podcast that's sort of based on positivity okay. in, a lot of, in a lot of subtle ways that you may have missed so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but so this segment is about we pl- I play like a lit of a song mm-hmm. and Barry is essentially Shazam, so you have to beat Barry. Okay, okay? I, I'm I'm not going to I'm horrible. I'm knows, gonna hold back. A little he'll bit. hold back. I hold back. Okay. But yeah. he he's amazing and okay. knows every song that's ever been recorded yeah. in the history of the world. It's all true. I just know more than Shazam. I've edited your Wikipedia. It's exactly what it's you have. No, I haven't. But <laughs> uh, you know, it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But so y- okay. you're each gonna get to hear the same out, and then whoever names it first gets a point. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, ready. Are you kidding? What is that? <laughs> that wasn't even a note. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even think the song started. But... <laughs> you got to play a little bit more than that. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I'll start it from the beginning again, okay? Oh, really? <laughs> I hope your finger doesn't get tired. <laughs> you said, that's good, man. <laughs> oh, I have no... Wait. Is it the song from the school supply commercial? What? The, the guy who's pushing the... Office supplies. Man, supplies. I can't yeah, believe you thought like yeah, yeah, yeah. a two-year-old commercial would be like that sort of shorthand. That's good. No, nobody's getting it. No, I don't have it. Zelda, you got thoughts? A little bit more. No, Zelda. Hi, Zelda. All right, guys, but your points go down the more okay, I play this. Just remind yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, I lose points. It just goes down the amount you can win. Oh, okay. Yeah. No idea. I have like not. I <laughs> now I know less than I did before. <laughs> I did some guesses before, and now when I totally... said that Barry was like Shazam, I may have uh, slightly <laughs> okay. And I, I would it. still guess the same thing. I'm okay, gonna say so the we're 70s. tied. It's we're from tied. The 70s. We're yeah. tied there. That that's not okay. Mm-hmm. You gotta wait till something else happens. That's the same <laughs> I know, thing. It's... That's literally the same thing that you've. But once playing. the song starts, you'll know immediately. Okay, okay. so just let it start. 
All right, guys, here you go. You ready? I have no idea. Oh, my God. Still nothing. But it is one of the songs I would say I love this song. Another day, another day, not another day. Lonely day. day, lonely, lonely day. day, not lonely day. Lonely. That's, not, that's not uplifting. <laughs> Good, another day, no. another day. <laughs> lovely day, lovely, lovely day. day. Lovely day. There it is. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> lovely day. Wait, are we gonna do it? No, the course is too far away. I thought it was going to come right there. Lovely yeah, day. No, oh, it's lovely right. day, guys. Well, you have uh, two like, points now. Like a, Great. Yeah. yeah. That was a point, Congratulations. Right? Yeah, sure. Awesome. It's going to be Thank a point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. Cool. See, that's why it's a good segment to get into, you know? Great. Yes. Barry, Feel I was a little bit disappointed points? in your performance, to be I I totally too. honest. I think I, I had another day, and I hit that hard. <laughs> yeah. I, like, really <laughs> thought it was another day. <laughs> couldn't move on. I just, like, really got into that. Just another day. I got into a loop. Like, what a terrible, like, defeated, sad song. Lovely day. day. Like, you both revealed yourselves in very, very exposing ways just now. <laughs> the Rorschach um, plot of a song. Another day. Lonely day. <laughs> Terribly lonely day. Um, and now I remember my question from earlier. It okay. took me a while. Okay, great. Okay. Fire away. I ha- wait, I lost it. No, I have it back. Okay. So, in addition to the money stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that a charity does. Yeah. Do you think that uh, the awareness on such a high level by having a Netflix special and mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. do you think that that could put Alzheimer's on, a, on on some sort of higher priority for the government or for other places to be like, maybe we should pay attention to this because so many famous people yeah. are talking about it? Well, and I mean, the goal would <clears throat> then be for not just the famous people who were on the special and part of the special, but for the people who watched it to then start talking about it, which they have been, and tweeting about it and realizing that this is something that they should be aware of and taking action uh, against and so yeah, the answer is yes. The the more the louder we can shout it, the more we believe it will help turn the tides. Eventually. Like ALS, yeah, yeah, with the, ch- the ice bucket. Well, exactly. Yeah, that was a big yeah. One. yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, I do have I have a question. It's sort of a in a, in a different direction, but uh, you know, like a, a lot of advocacy. Uh, organizations or a lot of like uh, organizations that are committed to some sort of particular concept or, or struggle, mm-hmm. um, you know, particularly with illness and disease, a lot of it goes into pre- prevention, early detection, mm-hmm. a lot of that. With Alzheimer's, I feel like there is a reticence to even want to get diagnosed mm-hmm. or to in- investigate the possibility of that. Right. Um, That's a good question. Is that something that is important. Is it important for early diagnosis and so detection? So early. And what kind of difference can that make? Because I do feel like getting that conversation started about, hey, this is also something you should be thinking about and looking out for because that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can explain. It's so important. Well, you know, like we've sort of touched on, there's so many things happening in the areas of prevention. So whether you are in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s or 50s or older, there are things you can be doing today that can help you when you are more closer to the age where you become at risk, if you will. Um, You know, we all have a set of genes that we've been given. Different genes react to different things. I think if you can figure out exactly what you're made up of and how different factors affect your genes... That's really helpful. I've, you know, I'm a, a patient at this Alzheimer's Prevention Clinic where we've, uh, you know, taken a deep dive into my genetic makeup and the different things that I can be doing today to affect myself personally. Um, and you know, the earlier everyone does stuff like that, it's you so know, they're not the going to say like, "Hey, you're going to get it." They're just saying, "Hey, you could." I don't have, have the possibility. There are genes that really increase your chances of getting it. Okay. I don't have one of those genes. Okay. Um, That's a scary test to take. Do you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel yeah. like a sense of relief or a sense of uh, a, a lightening of the load in some ways through activity or through like prevention programs and things like that? Does that give you some sense of like, oh, I'm yeah. doing something? It gives me hope. It's, yeah. it's, it's mm. a pretty hopeless disease, you yeah. know, when you think about it. But where we've found hope, especially in the past few years, are in these areas where, you know, when my mom was diagnosed it, even 10, 12 years ago, it was not like that. 
these days, especially because I'm such a part of it, of course, but like knowing all the exciting things, all these different studies, the the fasting, the many different studies with mice and, um, you know, there's, I feel very positive that in five, 10 years, this will look like a different disease. Yeah. I that's think. great. Well, that's really cool. Um, so I think with that, we ask all our guests to, uh, well, well, you have we, a charity. Or oh, you wanna... do you, no, I was going to say the munchie. Oh, like, yeah. Well, well let's start with the bit, charity. Yeah. So you obviously have one. So we yes. want people, we always ask people to, to to give a charity that our listeners could donate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can think of anyone at all, if you can to. really go through your memory mm-hmm. and try well, to give think us of first charity. the website well, again for your charities. <laughs> Hilarity. Hilarityforcharity.org. Okay. And it's spelled mm-hmm. the normal ways that all those words all are spelled. All the normal ways. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, give yeah. us another one. Um that you think is important? You know, one of my favorite websites is a website called Donors Choose, hmm. which is a website uh, in which individual teachers can go on and list small things that they need because teachers are so underfunded. Uh-huh. Um, they can literally go on and be like, I need books for my kids. I need uh, notebooks. I need carpet squares for the floor of my classroom. Wow. I need uh, like field trips. You know, yeah. um, and you can donate so like any amount of money. Totally. Things. Is um, it anonymous, or you like know the teacher that's asking? You see the whole story of the teacher, wow. and like we did, you know. Hopefully, you get thank you notes, and it's 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 a really really awesome donors group. choose donors choose. Okay, good. those yeah. are two great ones. Spelled uh, all the normal ways. Spelled all the normal ways. Okay, great. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and so then our, since since yeah. Zelda's right here, I will say, um, there are some really great Cavalier rescues out there as well. Um, we, and, um, yeah, we really love promoting dog rescues. We all mm-hmm. have dogs. So, um, spay, neuter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Great. Let's eat some food. <gasps> Ugh. So you you could explain this one. Okay. Uh, basically, because we smoke a lot of weed uh, <laughs> at the we? end of the show. I mean, did we? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, maybe a very l- small amount, a more right. normal amount <laughs> of weed. You know, it's subjective. Uh, but... Uh, we, we get, we get kind of hungry near the mm-hmm. end of the show, and so we like to have kind of like an ethical seeming munchie. Cool, and then ethical seeming. That's well, because like um, you know, they always pitch that they're super ethical, but do well, we you decide? Know? Yeah, so they're not decide. sponsors. So they're you not can tell spon- us how you feel about we, we it. We okay. honestly yeah. review the product. Like, oh, whatever we yeah. eat, we're like, hey, this. They sucks. are not sponsors. Oftentimes, we it's don't a have fairly, sponsors. It's okay. one of the least positive segments we have of the show. <laughs> okay. To be perfectly honest, it's almost always negative. Okay, scathing, really, but so. So today I've brought with me uh, Tony's Choco Lonely Ooh. for the lonely heart of all of us. Choco Lonely? For the lonely day. Mm, I still don't lonely really understand day. the title. Lonely day. <laughs> Just another lonely day. <laughs> what but, a um, sad song that would be. But they're, they're crazy about chocolate, but they're serious about people. Uh, this is totally slavery-free chocolate. Wait, what? Okay. Um, so you can know. What does that mean? Well, then I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> 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 but uh, I guess I, I mean I don't know but I guess slaves are a part of the chocolate trade yeah. to some degree or there must be slaves out there somewhere or they're just finding a way to offer gluten free water I like um, that. you know uh, but the, this chocolate you can know that not a single slave uh, there was always a paid laborer uh-huh. involved in every step of the process that's great, great. Um, I like that yeah that's cool. and so it's, uh, it's I never seek out slave created chocolate it's milk no. chocolate Oh, great. Is it healthy or it's just plain no, old chocolate? No, this is just good old chocolate. Okay, so right. I, I assume it'll be good. If it's not there good, go. it's really odd. That means that slave chocolate has a different way of making it. Mm. Slaves. That's great. That's actually really great. That's actually phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like Why is it more? called lonely? I don't know. Because I guess lonely people eat more chocolate. Hmm. I don't like that. That's not fair. I mean, so, I have no statistic backing that up. I'm just wow, saying maybe. So what do you think? I think it's really great. Yeah, it's really great. Is it why? Why wouldn't we get? Okay. I just wonder: is the assumption mm-hmm. that other chocolates use slavery often? Well, that's the implication, right? Yeah. If you're all, the only guy selling slavery-free mm-hmm. chocolate, yeah, it yeah. does make the other chocolates like you're like shit. Are there slaves making my chocolate? Like that was the question. That's like saying went, like you know, it's, it's like Burger King was like, we don't have urine in our burgers. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> then you're making the the leap that everyone <laughs> yeah. else has it. <laughs> Immediately, or like they, they just remember fixed, the Burger King promise that there's like, no urine in our burgers. Well, the crazy thing is, if they started doing it, like in the middle, you'd be like, "Wait a minute, did your burgers used to have urine in them?" Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Did they just now become urine free? All right. Well, Lauren, yeah, I guess I'll play that. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming in. Um, we ask all our guests, give us a reason to be hopeful. Um, I'm still chewing my chocolate. Hang on. Oh. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> a reason to be hopeful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In general. Or specific. Yeah, or specific. Yeah, specific. Yeah, man, surprises. Mm. I meant more not us, like mm-hmm. the big us. Mm. The bigger us? Yeah, like people, humans. Like the U.S.? Yeah. No, the human race. Oh. This is sort of weird, but I'll share it. Okay. So Hell two- yeah. Oh, oh shit. Whoa. 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 Just build a bunch of stuff. Literally almost. Ex- almost. Ex- almost. Like the whole room it. got... I, that was the most dramatic what? reveal ever. <laughs> for, Wait, someone help her. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't get up. I'm stuck. Um, there's absolutely no part. There we go. Okay. Not a single part of me considered helping you Disaster. at any moment. <coughs> okay. Oh, that man. was terrible. So yeah, weird. So answer. anyway, so so okay. So two years ago, I went um, to uh, Rome for the first time and uh, went to the Colosseum, mm-hmm. and um, and when I was there, I was like. You know, 2,000 years ago was a long time ago, but also not when this place was built just... Not slave-free. Not slave-free mm-hmm. at all. Yep. Not a slave-free um, coliseum. And was built basically so humans could watch other humans rip each other's heads off mm-hmm. or watch them like get eaten by animals or yeah. whatever. And think about how far we've come. And like, and you know what I mean? Now it's just concussions. And like, yeah. yeah but like, you know. No, and, you're right. Yeah. And like, and it was just sort of this weird thing of like, that was a, like, humans were like barely, a, you know, like that's a really animalistic thing. It's crazy. It's and, really crazy when you think about it. Yeah. When you actually put yourself there. That's funny. Yeah. Because even I thought the way about we, the Crusades as being that. Like right, the well, Crusades were was like. Awful, an awful war. Well, awful. It, yeah. yeah. And and you know and and but. And those horrible things happened, and good people got us through them and, you know, to where we are today. And Mm -hmm. even though there's shit people around today, I think, I hope, that good people will get us past it. Hey. Hey. I love that. That's great. It also takes the burden off us. Yeah, we don't have to do it. It's other people. I, there's other people, good people out uh, there. The good people out there. Well, my good people. good people. My good people. That's Not great. I love that. Us. Well, thanks uh-huh. for joining us. So, yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Ah, oh, this is great. And Zelda. All right. Bye. Is that it? Yeah, we're done. Get high and save the world. It's a good show.